Do you dread winter months? Do you experience low energy? I'm talking about the type of low energy that might have been there for summer, spring, and fall. But come winter, you almost feel like you are out of energy. You're losing what would be just the joy in the things you want to do. You're having difficulties with your weight gain, your appetite, just feeling motivated. The culprit may be, you may be actually experiencing what is called seasonal affective disorder on the severe form. Or you may also be an individual that carries one of the three genes that impacts how your body and your brain tolerates when winter starts. We're talking lesser day hours or daytime hours or less sunlight hours. Hello friends and welcome to the Limbic Podcast. Listen, your brain and your body comes equipped with their own healing machines. My name is Umu Benjamin and I am a holistic, integrative and nutritional psychiatry nurse practitioner with over 21 years of medical nursing experience and a brain health coach. So what is seasonal affective disorder? And this is based on DSM-5, which is the diagnosis criteria we normally use to diagnose you with what may be a change in your mood, your energy, your feeling of well-being during seasonal change. So seasonal affective disorder is you having to experience an exacerbation of what might have been some aspect of low energy, low motivation, or depressive-like symptoms that would have been present, manageable, but winter comes and it becomes exacerbated. So some of the symptoms of seasonal affective disorder is you all of a sudden during winter, you are more depressed every day. You have low energy you are having a change in your appetite you are having a change in your weight gain you are having troubles and problems with sleeping motivation concentration and energy goes out the door also now a lot of us may actually experience those symptoms on a low grade form throughout the years few times the years but we may also just kind of labeled it as that's just me winter comes and i'm just tired winter's not my season but what if understanding just exactly what your brain and your body experiences when it comes to the biochemical the biological change the chemical change the hormonal change and the fact that those actually may make these symptoms worse would that benefit you in having to now learn how to approach your winter seasons a little bit more differently. Holistically wise, I get to kind of say, once we do get to understand the background that supports how the brain and the body works, you get to see these symptoms and not associate them with labels per se, but you get to be able to now be more proactive and preventive towards having to manage them or tackle them. Naturally, our ancestors, and I love to go back to that type of analogy. They spent spring, summer, and fall 
working outdoors, which means they actually had lots of sun exposure. Winter time came, they almost did semi-hibernation. Everybody came indoors, whether they were living in caves or huts, that's what they did. The weather might have been more difficult or harsher, and you could not really produce the fruit, the foods you needed to produce during the winter season. So it was served for, it was safe for hibernation, bonding, making babies, raising babies, connecting. However, our busy culture and our busy society, winter is not a slow time for us most of the time, except when the holiday comes in. But even with the holidays, a lot of us are still very busy. And there's a lot of different things that happen chemically and systemically to our bodies during the summer, the spring, summer, and fall that actually prepares our body for winter. So I'm going to talk about just how your body gets to be affected chemically by the sun and how it may, how it may actually impact how you transition to winter. We, as individuals, we have skin cells that picks up what would be UB rays, UVB rays, waves in the sun. Those actually penetrate our skin. When they penetrate our skin, our skin is able to take that wavelength and transition it into vitamin D. Part of you actually tolerating what becomes a transition to winter may be dependent on how well you were able to store your vitamin D. And if you were not able to truly store your vitamin D, you get to experience symptoms that do get to feel like seasonal affective disorders or exacerbation of those symptoms in general. So if you were exposing yourself to sunlight for spring, summer, your body takes the sunlight and actually produces vitamin D too. With that exposure, your body has a specific liver enzyme genes, which is called CYP2R1. This gene actually turns around and takes vitamin D2 from the sunlight and converts it into vitamin D3. If you did not have that specific enzyme, the CYP2R1 in your system, you are going to be unable to convert. The sources of vitamin D3 are going to be in meats, red meats, organ meats, oily seafoods, egg yolks. So that's why individuals who may be plant-based only may actually benefit from supplementing because if you are unable to take what is that D2 from plant-based, due to the fact you may be deficient in the specific enzyme that converts D2 to D3, you may be deficient in vitamin D3, which is the form that the cell actually use. And that's just the beginning. And you get to say, well, why are we talking about vitamin D when it comes to seasonal affective disorder? That's because vitamin D is one that has thousands of chemical reactions in the body. In your brain, vitamin D receptors are found in the amygdala, the hippocampus, the hypothalamus, the cerebellum, 
the thalamus, the cortex. These are all regions of your brain that allows you to be functional and optimal. Vitamin D3 is also very neuroprotective. At the same time, vitamin D3 is what turns on your hormones. Vitamin D3, maybe you already know, or most of you guys already heard this, is responsible for turning on and turning off a lot of our gene sequences. And when there's a low vitamin D3 or vitamin D in our body in general, a lot of what will be our genetic expressions get to not be turned on. They get to be silent. Our hypothalamus regulates our pituitary. Our pituitary is responsible for lots of hormones that actually get to be needed to be turned on and be optimized for winter season. And when they're not turned on, they actually tend to lead to us having symptoms that do get to express as mental and physical symptoms. Vitamin D is responsible for how your pituitary gland is going to turn on the different hormones and secrete them optimally to support you. So we're talking about hormones that are regulating your cortisol, adrenocorticotropin hormones, thyroid stimulating hormones, luteinizing hormones, your vasopressin, your oxytocin. And these are just a few hormones, your growth hormones, that if you are depleted on vitamin D3, you actually get to not have those hormones being regulated correctly in your body. And naturally, your body is going to have peak optimal levels of these hormones during the spring and it's supposed to have what will be a store to give you a second peak during the winter. However, if your vitamin D levels are low, you may not experience that optimum peak, especially if you did not store vitamin D during the spring, summer, and fall. The second genes that's responsible for how your body may use vitamin D is called the vitamin D transporter gene. If you were lucky enough to have the proper gene that turns your vitamin D2 to your vitamin D3, wonderful. You've actually accomplished a lot more than most people may be able to do, right? However, if you are deficient in the transporter gene, it means that vitamin D3 is sitting outside the cells and cannot be used. That's pretty disappointing. Because you did the great work with making sure your nutrition and your sun exposure was wonderful. And maybe your genes gifted you with that specific enzyme that made sure you converted D2 to D3. But now, D3 is sitting outside the cells and it cannot be transported into the cell. Which means you may potentially be that individual who might have experienced low vitamin D and your doctor actually saw the levels being low and this started you on the supplement. And you came back three weeks, three months later, and the levels were still, were still low. And they get to question you, why is your vitamin D level still low? Did you take your supplement? And you get to swear, I took that religiously. I ate healthy religiously. Well, you may just have a transporter gene deficient issue that's preventing vitamin D from entering the cells. And if it doesn't enter the cells, 
you do not get to gain the benefit. The last gene that may be impacting how you tolerate winter months is going to be CYP24A1. This is an enzymatic gene. It's responsible for degrading or removing vitamin D out of your cells. Every hormones, every neurotransmitters we have, have a specific enzyme that's responsible for removing them out of the cells when we, the brain tells it or gives it a signal that it no longer needs that molecule in that specific synaptic site or cellular site. So it breaks it down. If you're an individual that may have an overproduction or overactivity of the specific enzymatic gene, it means while vitamin D is sitting waiting to enter the cells, it's going to be rapidly degraded, which means you may also be that individual who may have got a replacement for vitamin D, but yet, and eating healthy vitamin D, yet your vitamin D is still down the drain. With that being said, if you are in, if you are somebody who already have all of these things I've mentioned, you may be a person that will benefit from what I call winter planning. Winter planning, due to the fact that you may be inflammatory, you might have actually had low vitamin D history, or maybe even a history of depression. You may need to plan with your provider in terms of how do you enter winter because most of the clients I have taken care of and most of the clients I've treated that was one of the situations that do that did used to happen the season starts to change and what felt like them being more optimum starts to go down the drain and they're still doing all of their routines eating healthy yet they're starting to feel low on energy and that's the first thing that starts, that's the happening low on energy it's almost difficult for you to get out of bed you're mentally fogged you feel fatigued you're you find yourself buzzing or kind of snoozing on your clock your body feels heavy those are the symptoms my clients would give me and normally for the ones i'm able to check or agree to have their vitamin d levels check it's suboptimal and when we start to optimize it, we actually see that they feel a little better. But there were a lot of individuals with the optimization, they were still hanging low. So they may be experiencing these specific gene deficiency issues. Winter planning becomes important because with winter planning, individuals that may have these specific genes abnormality may actually benefit from an elevated increased level of vitamin D in their bodies to support them for what may be that seasonal feeling of depression. So who does winter planning goes for? Or who may benefit from winter planning? The person whose vitamin D is less than 40. The person who has had their vitamin D less than 40 has had replacement and the level still maintained low. Maybe somebody that needs to be planning with their provider for winter time. The individual that is not eating a diet that's high in vitamin D3. You may need winter planning. The individual that actually has clinical depression. 
the other individuals that may need winter planning with their providers are going to be the individuals that have worn sunscreen or full body clothing or clothing for the whole summer. If you covered yourself throughout the summer, you did not have enough sunlight exposure, which means your body did not have the chance to make more vitamin D3. And if your nutrition was poor, double of that, which means winter time comes when you're not getting enough sun, your body's not able to tap into its store to support you. So you may need winter planning. The individual that actually carry a larger adipose tissue. And that's because when you are struggling with obesity or bigger um, body mass index or larger adipose tissue content, your vitamin D tends to not be able to regulate itself better. And if you take supplements, the supplement is lipid-based, so it's going to be held by the fat tissue. So it actually impacts what will be your absorption of vitamin D into your body to be used correctly by your cells. Just like we get to do winter rising planning for our homes, our cars, our winter travels, if you're an individual that falls in the category I just mentioned, Having to do winter planning will actually serve you a whole lot better because vitamin D takes about two to three months, sometimes six months for you to see what is that change if you are supplementing. We're not talking about you eating the foods. Just by supplementing a direct source of vitamin D3, it takes about three months to six months for us to see that level become sustained. And if the levels are not maintained appropriately, if you are now maybe December and January starting to feel severe depression or just more fatigue or low energy, you're playing a catch-up game because it's now going to take you all the way into spring before you start to feel better. And by then, you are going to feel hopeless, helpless, worthless, drained, which are some of the symptoms of seasonal affective disorders that do affect a lot of people outside of the labels. So if this topic resonates with you, I'm encouraging you to attend my free webinar that's starting in October. And this webinar is going to dive deep into what seasonal affective disorder is, how does seasonal change affects your mood, how to do planning, how these genes impact what would just be your body utilization or maintain your waste in vitamin D, what will be the impact of low vitamin D on the different hormones that actually turns around and support what is that concentration you need, the energy you need, the feeling of motivation you need, the changes in the weight gain, the weight or the changes in the appetite you do struggle with during the winter season. How does vitamin D impact those hormones that actually cause these other aspects to happen? So if you're interested, feel free to visit me on my Instagram page. I'm going to have the link available for you guys to use to register. It's also going to be on my Facebook group. And it's also going to be in the show note. With that being said, this podcast is for educational and empowerment purposes only. It's not intended to replace what is your current medical management and treatment. I want to empower you with information and education so you can be able to take this information and use it with your 
primary care, your mental health provider, your psychiatry provider to support you when it comes to winter time? And how do you get to be more optimized during winter? If this podcast or this topic also resonates with you, please feel free to share with a friend or family. I also value your feedback and your insight because they will actually allow me to know how to improve this podcast to serve you guys better. Thank you for listening and have a good day.